0: So, I'm here today. It's my birthday, but I'll be posting this tomorrow at the usual time, so it's not going to be my birthday anymore, probably, when you hear this. And just in case you're wondering, stranger, I'm turning 38. Last year, I did something similar, but to an older YouTube site, page, channel that I've created. I think I've totally have forgotten about that. So this year is something really different and something really new. Um, Today, I just wanna focus more on how to love yourself more. I found my flow and since I have, I think understood how love kind of works, not fully figured out, I do want to share that with you. I kept on saying for the whole two seasons that love is inclusive and not exclusive. And I have been feeling that way ever since I've had all these realizations. And as my friend told me the other day, it kind of feels like I went up to some mountain, did all my meditation, came back enlightened. Actually, it's not. It's more of, I started understanding more the things that I already know. So stranger, stay with me and we'll get through this. Uh, You can also catch this episode on the YouTube channel and let's start talking about how to love ourselves more. Of course, first and foremost, I am really happy today and pretty excited because it's my birthday. And plus, as you can see, I have better video now because I have figured out um, how to work the camera into my laptop. I have upgraded almost everything. It's really, really important to celebrate little wins, and I have such a big win last year and I think that everything just really paid off and I have to feel that I have to let myself know that I deserve it. That's where self-love starts. The other day I started a meeting with one of the bosses at work and he asked how am I doing and I said I am generally happy and he said that Yeah, you're always happy and so infectious. I didn't know how to feel when people validate things like that to me. And today, one of the messages that I found on my wall said, Happy birthday, and I hope that you keep on infecting us with your positive attitude or positivity or something like that. And today, I realized that there's really no... in pushing back these kinds of um, comments from people. Yes, I'm a happy person. Or maybe happiness is such a big word. Being happy can be tiring. So I would say that I am more of a joyous person, that I am more of a cheerful person this year, last year, as we went through another year of the pandemic, there are so many things that I've realized. And one of them is how to love myself more. You know, people had been telling me that self-love is like pampering yourself and being kind to yourself. But no one really told me how to do that exactly. How do I become kind to myself how what is what really what is it how do you do that how are you being kind to yourself and then I started asking myself as I went through doing the podcast series particularly in season two why can't people do the things that they do to other people to themselves it's always going outside going outside And it's not always that there's something inside that you can pull out and give outside. You know what I mean, stranger? Um, Sometimes we give and give, but there's really nothing there. And some people, they just like to receive and receive and receive without giving back. Uh, There's just really three people there. You have the giver, you have the receiver. And you have the one who can balance both. I've only known a few people who can balance both. No, they don't they, they don't perform miracles. They're just as ordinary as we are. But if there's one thing that I've also learned about loving yourself is stop being romantic about it. Stop romanticizing all of those ideas there are things that people are not just going to give to you in a silver platter no Um, i've learned that i can whatever i want to do for other people i should be able to do that for myself so an example um, sorry i just happened to have glimpsed onto my (laughs) work laptop and I saw the Tokyo wallpaper so yeah I I thought it was Laupasat in Singapore because I really miss going to Laupasat in Singapore I'm so sorry I just whoa okay anyway um where was I now I derailed myself and I can't remember what I was talking about give me a minute right here right how are we supposed to be kind to other people? How are we supposed to be kind to ourselves? Right. Why is it that the things that I want to do for other people, I cannot do that for me? I can. And I should be able to. Because if if I am projecting myself to be able to show that to other people, I should be the first one feeling it. It's very much like in learning. How can you expect people to do their best when you in authority cannot show them their best or your best right we are pretty much shaped by our environment and we are pretty much um, affected whether we like it or not whether we admit it or not whether we deny it or not people around us our environment around us will shape us into something Sometimes it pushes us in a box we call identity. And sometimes it's us who doesn't want to go out of that box. We keep on saying, don't box me, don't box me. But you keep on doing the same things that would box you. Maybe it's comfortability. Maybe it's that feeling of not really one thing to change because this had worked for you and change is scary. So I'll go back to my question, how is it possible that I can do a lot of things for other people and I cannot do it for me? I am more excited to do things for other people than for myself. If I want other people to be fair to me, I have to be fair to myself first. Because I want to know how it feels to be fair and to receive fair treatment. Sometimes we ask for something that we don't really understand. So when it's given to us, we feel like this isn't what I want because our expectation is so much different from the reality. Why? Then again, because we haven't experienced it yet. We haven't given ourselves the chance to experience it. And I cannot just wait until somebody would show that to me how can i not show that to myself why shouldn't i is that self-serving is that being selfish Is, is, is it is it something that's not right and so slowly last year i started with material things i started gifting myself i love it when i buy things for my sisters honestly I like it when I buy things uh, for my parents. I like it when I buy things for people who are special for me. And then at the end of the day, I get left out because I can't, you know, I would only buy small things for me. So I started with that. If I can, and if I'm happy giving those things out to other people, then maybe I would also be happy giving those hopes, or sorry, giving those things back to myself. I started there because that's the most obvious, that's the easier part of it. Then they said, uh, be kind to yourself. How do you become kind to yourself? So there are so many things that I wanted to do, so many things that I really want to try out. Yeah, really, really want to try out, just imagine that at the start of the pandemic, I I think I was so bored that I started a lot of things. I went back to crocheting and I finished a very big shawl and I'm so happy with that. Now I'm finishing a blanket for my best friend. Um, I started learning how to take care of plants. Just by the end of last year, I was able to replicate the taste of a Starbucks cheesecake. Yeah, so I had I, I, in my head there's so many things that I wanted to do. Um, I've always been sketching, so and uh, that part, too. but the thing is, um, in doing these things, uh, those were the things where I found myself to be kindest to myself. Like, if a plant dies, let it die and learn. And that was hard. I wanted to save it, save it, save it, but let it die and learn. And whatever you, whatever I learned there, save the other plants. I know it shouldn't sacrifice its life because of mealybugs, but I've learned how to take care of mealybugs and I've learned that the DE powder actually works. But I had to sacrifice, well, it wasn't much of a sacrifice, but one plant has to die because of that I have to be kind to myself it's not my fault um nobody really can pinpoint how these millibugs appear um I I went to a lot of websites they gave a lot of different explanations as to why millibugs would some uh, would would appear on your plants. but I have to forgive myself for that I started out with that if I make a wrong stitch in my crochet I'm I really tried not to untangle it, just to redo it. I let it go. That's where I have practiced it and learned it. And when I sketch, if there's one weird thing that doesn't exactly look like what I'm trying to sketch, I'm just going to leave it in. I'm not going to erase. Either I shade over it or I make use of it for a design that I'm not planning. That's where I learned how being kind to yourself works. Then slowly I moved that over to the things that I do for work. It stresses me if I see a lot of lists or tasks in my list. So I stopped doing my to-do list. Well, I stopped doing it granular. I would just put in like really generic title or really generic tasks just for me to remember because I'm forgetful. Well, when it comes to things like those, I mean, sometimes I forget them because there's so many things that are going on inside my head. But then again, that's for me. How do you do it for yourself? Well, surely you have something or some hobby that you do that would also teach you that. And if you haven't had any, I would really suggest you try out a hobby. That's the best way to practice how to be kind to yourself. And then I moved in to my brain. I'm always afraid of being alone because I don't want to be alone with my thoughts. Um, Why is that? Because my thoughts are always scary. I think my brain goes to the darkest parts that I don't want to be. And sometimes I create voices inside my head. Sometimes it's not a creation, sure, but you know what? Nine out of the 10 voices in my head are actually what I create. And they all tell me negative things, usually. Things that would make me paranoid. And there's just really that one faint voice that tells me it's not true. And so I started moving it over. If I can trust people, why can't I trust myself? Why can't I trust my brain to lead me to something good, to something better, to something more joyous, cheerful, and eventually happier? So I, I started doing that. I started stripping some of my ideas with uh, or stripping off romanticism in some of my ideas. And it came through for me. It wasn't easy, believe me. It was hard. It was really, really hard. It took nights of crying alone because there's just so many things that I couldn't understand. So, And I was really... I was really telling myself, I could go through a lot of therapy, therapy, but if I don't decide that I want to get better, and if I don't decide that I have to rule over whatever voices these are, it's not going to work. I finally understood that thing when they tell you to let other people be at their Rock bottom so that they can come up and crawl. I tried that with myself too. I kept on telling myself I'm I'm exactly where I wanted to be. I'm exactly where I should be. And this feels like I've hit rock bottom and it feels like there's there's nothing more, you know, it's it's solid base, it's solid ground. But then again, if I'm at the rock bottom, it means that there's no way but And before I try that out with other people, I try that out with myself. I don't always have to help myself. I can let myself feel what I need to feel without being dramatic. Before I didn't understand that. It's okay to cry at night. I mean, reality is an ugly truth. It's not as comfortable as when you put the little romanticism there. But when you wake up the next morning, it's easier to deal with. Because I already know what I should do, where I should go. And I can respond humanely, like an actual human being. The journey to self-love is not easy, and I, I don't think I've fully loved myself yet, but it's fine. There's so many things that I was able to uncover and understand. Things that I thought were just things that I have to know, but yeah. And that, that's, that's my process. I've been always afraid to talk about it because people might ask me how you did it and I can't explain it. But I always circle back now to what I hold true. Love is inclusive, not exclusive. If I found my way around it, what's wrong with telling people how to do it? And if other people get their way around it, they don't even have to tell me because they did it for themselves. Not because they heard somebody talking about it on YouTube or in a podcast, but because today they made an important decision that they want to love themselves more. You know, when that well of love really is depleted, we cannot give anything out. I think the biggest thing that I really did was to learn how to deal with reality and remove the romantic part of it. When I did that, I learned what true hope is. I learned what um, fate is all about. So now when I pray at night, It's just not really um, me trying to make myself feel better. I feel like I'm really now talking to the person or to that divine being that I regard. It's a different feeling. I want to say that I can't explain it but I can describe it to you. It feels like Waking up every day, knowing that there is negativity all around me, but also knowing that there is real positivity around me. It's like I can hate the situation, but at the same time, I can make something out of it. I know it's going to be hard for other people to realize, to take that in, and they would probably say, oh, that's easy because um, so many factors in your life are this and that. Well, keep in mind, when I started this podcast uh, back in 2019, uh, my ex-husband and I separated. Um, Much after that... It was hard to get back on track at some point. Um, I had a trip to Taiwan just before the pandemic. And that did change some of my perspective. It made things easier. I was at 100... I can't remember how, how fat I was. 70, 60 pounds... Um, In 2020, I was able to cut it down. Then I met a really interesting person. We went, I think we went through the whole ordeal of the pandemic virtually together. We never got a chance to meet each other. It's, It's a bummer because now the borders are opening up and we just don't talk anymore. And that was that was the turning point in 2021 I started a podcast because I felt really bad about what happened I can't tell people about what happened and I don't know where to um, unload all these feelings so I started a podcast talking about it and I know that i read a lot of books and things like those but sometimes even if you do that information they just they would just mash up in your head you would follow one you would follow another and it's not exactly what you envisioned them to be and because of that experience made me question myself. And like what I said, as as I was going through the podcast, particularly season two, that made me ask myself, if I can do all of these big things for other people, why not do it for me? I can say and honestly say, I love myself more. And I'm willing to do a lot of things to keep myself this way and keep myself happy. Now that I'm not looking for a romantic partner, and I'm not saying I have also adjusted my vocabulary now and the way that I say things. I don't know why we keep on saying, look for love. Love is right here love should be with you first I um, can't say that I'm not looking for a, romant- a romantic relationship to be honest there's there's a relationship that I like to keep now and if things go well I would be happy to learn more about him and see where it goes it's a different story altogether it's a different path it's Everything's different. So I have removed all expectations and I am not looking at the future as how I would have imagined my previous relationships would have. It's not a retribution. It's not me making things right with this person for all the mistakes that I didn't know. It's a whole new story. It's a whole different set of scenarios, feelings, and it feels like I'm experiencing everything for the first time. I like that feeling, but I'm no longer in love with love. And I am happy to discover love in different ways and formats. It's really awesome. All right, stranger. Um, that was a quite intense talk that we had today. And yes, today's my birthday. January 31 is my birthday. And so that's why I'm releasing this episode because I want to spend time with you. I didn't have a very big celebration. I'm just happy with um, celebrating it with my parents, with Jin, with my sisters, and with myself, of course. And my birthday is my favorite holiday. So I am giving my much-needed rest for this week. By the end of the week, I'll have more gifts for myself because that's how it's supposed to be. I don't expect anyone to give me a gift, but thank you so much for the Prosecco Rosé, Micah. (laughs) She's my best friend, Um, and thank you so much for that. Um, I'm still open to receiving gifts, so if you guys would want to, you know, (laughs) I'm just kidding. But yeah, Your company is so much more stranger, and I'm, I'm happy that you're here and listening. And I'm not gonna be singing this time around So please do wait for season 3 Season 3 is gonna be this February And if you're watching on YouTube You've probably seen a little bit of change in me I I like putting on makeup, that's the truth But, um, But since the pandemic started I haven't really done a lot of makeup stuff Makeup stuff, yeah Um In any way, this year I am hoping to achieve uh, the weight that I want to get because I've gained so much weight last year. Um, I wasn't, well, Okay, I was stressed. Oh yeah, one more thing that I have achieved is that I have finally admitted to myself that I have imposter syndrome. Yay! No, not yay, but at least I can start working on that and I'm really happy to be working on that. So, uh wait for season 3. It's coming on February 14 and it will be it will be something different. A different kind of storytelling for you stranger and I hope you'll find very relatable relatable because when you start removing really the romantic side of things it starts becoming really relatable to you and it gives you all those aha moment Uh, how come I did not think of that moment Um, to start doing things or start realizing things and I hope that it would help you in some way if you do want to connect my email is leanotagami at gmail.com so that's l-i-n-o-t-e g-a-m-i at gmail.com I am always happy to be receiving um, feedback from you guys. Thank you so much. I received an email. Thank you so much that you're enjoying and I hope that you keep on enjoying. Um, My brain farts, really. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Um, uh, I keep them coming. I really love reading your feedback um, on how to improve and Uh, improvement is always good sometimes feedback can be scary but it's something that we really have to learn how to how to accept because that's one way to move forward not the only way but it's one way to move forward in becoming better right and if we haven't been following each other on instagram please do follow me and I'll give you a follow back. Don't be afraid to message me too. That's Lilith Star. I wanna think that it's Lilith Star, but it's L-I-L-I-T-H-S-T-R. And yes, I know who Lilith is, and it's not my name. Um, in fact, I think my name is totally the opposite of that. But anyway, um, but yes, my name is Lee. That's real. No, I'm not Chinese, and yes, tomorrow is Chinese New Year. So Kong, how do you say that? Kong Hei fa Choy? but I, I've been, you know, throughout the years, I've been discovering that we've been saying some words really wrong, and I hate it because it doesn't give justice to the words, you know, but but uh, happy Chinese New Year. I've all we've my neighbors, my Chinese neighbors already had set out some fireworks maybe tomorrow if I'm not that lazy we can go to the Chinatown by the way we have the oldest Chinatown here in the Philippines um, but more about that when we see each other again thank you so much for listening in and you stay healthy another achievement I did not repeat any segment of this video that's awesome you stay awesome, stranger, and I'll see you in our next episode. Goodbye for now. See you. Hey, stranger, you're still here. I am happy to hear from you. So you can go ahead and send me a message over gmail that's leenotegami at gmail.com that's l-i-n-o-t-e-g-a-m-i it can be just anything hi hello or you want to share anything that we can talk about you can just drop it there or follow me on instagram that's at lilith star l-i-l-i-t-h-s-t-r if you are on youtube stay with me And if you feel like this episode had helped you or will help your friend or anybody else, you are free to share this episode with anyone. And while you're at it, go ahead and subscribe. I would really, really appreciate that. And if you're on a streaming platform, please give us a rating. I would be happy to know how you feel about our episodes and the whole podcast. I know that this isn't as hype as the previous endings, but I'm so happy and I'm so glad to be part of your day. Thank you so much. My name is Lee, and this is Decapitated Thoughts.